Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. All right, what's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a great Absurd. Thursday. So Everything going to get repeated three times. Like, all right, all right, all right. Everything you need for life. Everything you need for life. Everything you need for <laughs> oh life. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's what we're talking about this morning. This morning. This morning. <laughs> we're in the triple. We're, we're in the trepeating this morning. Tree-peat. What can you trepeat? Huh? Dude, can you trepeat? Come on now. That is everything you can everything you say come on this morning. If you say amen, say it three times. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Anyways, a good day. that's a wrap, y'all. <laughs> that's gonna, a wrap, y'all. That's guys, a wrap, y'all. You guys excited about Thursday? Are you excited? I'm excited. Dumasani, yeah. I, I want to say this man. to you publicly. Dumasani, man, I got uh wind that you are we're talking and uh, let me tell you something, man. I look forward to talking to you. And uh, so let's make that happen real soon, brother. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, my so, goodness. what a good day. Thursday, we're going to talk today. We're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to talk about everything you need for life. All sufficient. All powerful. Amen. <clears throat> and uh, how about that? Good stuff? Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes, sir. The notes I so let me just say this: we talked a little bit about um, the power in the name of Jesus. We kind of got into that, so it just led me to <laughs> Lisa said, "Come on, come on, come on, somebody, somebody, somebody." <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, I gotta stop. I want because you know what the podcast will be over. We'll be like, "All right, and we're we're done, we're done, we're done," <laughs> because time ran out. Out, out. All right. So divine power is given us. Listen, what listen, what first our second Peter. 1 3 says this is in the niv i don't usually read the niv a lot i like the new living translation personally i like amplified i like the message bible um just for like maybe kind of expounding but uh this is niv and it says this in second peter 1 3 it says his divine power we're talking about god we're talking about christ right his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness so I want to focus on the one part, of, two parts of that. Number one is his divine power. All right, it's his. It's not ours, it's his. It's, it, it, but here's the thing. It's his and he's sharing it with us, but it comes from him. So it's his divine power. And here's the other part of that I want us to focus on, right? Everything we need for life. The word life, I want to underline there. So everything we need for life. So it's everything we need, but it's for life. We, we sometimes as believers can buy into it's everything I need for my walk of faith. It's everything I need for church. It's everything I need, you know, to, and it's almost like we compartmentalize like the things of God with like religious churchy things, things that, you know, things that have to do with church. And as if everything in this world has nothing to do with with Jesus, and you know. Now, so understand that there's a there's a new heaven, a new earth. God's building that. There's going to be man an eternity spent with Him. It's going to be different than it is right now. There's not going to be any sin. There's not going to be any sadness. No grief. No no stuff that's negative. There's going to be all God, all amazing, right? But here's the deal: we're on this earth. We're not part. We're not in it. We're on it. 
We're not of it, but we're in it. And here's the deal. Jesus Christ is with us on this earth and inside of us. So everything we need for life doesn't, here's the thing. Doesn't that sound like, that sounds ambitious. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Even, even pretentious. Yeah. Everything you need for life. Doesn't that sound, I mean, that sounds a little ambitious. It does. It, it's it, like, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's just, it, the pretentious is kind of the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Ambitious is a little less, but yeah, it definitely, uh, Yeah. So okay, well, let's look. Let's look at this. All right, let's let's break it down. It's, let's 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 decide. Let's discover why it's true. So, what do you need for life? You need wisdom for raising kids. Amen. <laughs> you need courage in the faith face of opposition. Mm-hmm. By the way, someone just told me uh, before I go into the others. Someone just told me I met my uh, son's uh, girlfriend Genesis. Uh, her parents. <laughs> we met her parents and uh, her little sister this past weekend. And they, they told me, and, and I hear this with Ashton and Alexis, I hear this to all my kids, and, and I say the same thing. And it kind of comes down to, to that first statement. I wanted to stop there because you said amen because you have a almost two-year-old. Yeah. Well, okay. I have a two-year-old. She has two. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have a two-year-old. I said, I said amen because I'm exhausted from doing it. <laughs> so, like, no, <laughs> in other words, they're adults. And I'm like, whew. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so my point is, is that, Somebody said this, they said to me this past weekend, they said, man, your son is amazing. You know, they were just complimenting They're saying, man, he's really a good hearted. He talks about his family so much. And I'm like, I know he's great. I love him. But I'm like, you know, we hear these things and it's like, you, you're, you're, I'm more shocked. I'm more shocked that, that from my wife and I and our jacked up, like, you know, yeah. example in some cases, we're able to like, see that through in other words it's definitely definitely everything you need and it's definitely wisdom for raising kids it's it's not talent for raising kids no i'm gonna tell you flat out right now don't even call it talent parents dads you ain't talented (laughs) okay you you're not talented you got some you got some godly wisdom and some you know some grace on there you never realize the example you're setting for your kids until they hit the age that they can start parroting words that you're saying yeah I have to be very careful what I say around my daughter now, <laughs> right? Because I've said I've said a word one time and she's repeated. I'm like, oh, we're at that phase. Yeah. Oh no. Well, kids just say the darndest things. I remember my <laughs> oldest daughter. There was a uh, we were youth pastors back when she was like, I mean, she had to be like uh, five because that's the era that we were youth pastors in. We were our worship leader. You know, was like a 16 year old kid, and he was like our worship leader in the youth. You know, and we had a church band and. Um, I was in the van with him and Alexis, my oldest daughter wanted to ride with me and we were taking some of the kids home, you know, and he was driving it. He was like 17, I think 17. And then uh, he was driving it. I was in the, in the van and my daughter was sitting back there. No, 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 no. I was driving it. My daughter, my daughter was sitting back there next to him. And there was all these, these three girls behind him that were like, you know, he was trying to Mac, you know, he's trying back then. You know, I guess Mac's not a he's word. He's flexing. Yeah. He's flexing. Is that, was it just now? He's yeah. flexing. He's spitting so, game. Huh? He's spitting spit game. game. He's spitting game. <laughs> well, his, he was, like, he was dry mouth. Okay. Cause let me tell you something right now. He didn't have much spit, <laughs> no game and no spit. So he said, he's talking to her and the girls behind him. Cause he's like the big dog. He's a worship guy. And he's talking down to my daughter's face. She's five. She's looking up and she went, Ooh, your breast smells like doo doo. <laughs> in front of in front of all the girls, man, he would have like he sunk down oh, in the chair. Oh anyway, so kids, yeah, you gotta watch what you say. Yeah, take that L sometimes, Dude. man. <laughs> when you're you, you 
<laughs> you're spitting game and you get, you're spitting you get demolished by a five-year-old. By a five-year-old. It's always... It's if he bad. had a chance for a date, it went out the window. It's always kids, man. Kids. It's always kids. Dude. So wisdom for raising kids. So what do you need for life? I know we took a little detour there, but that's the humor. There's the comic relief of Game Changer. All right. Courage in the face of opposition. So there's people right now that are facing opposition. You know, whatever type of opposition. So, so whatever you need for life. Courage in the face of opposition. Peace under pressure. We underestimate that the Bible says peace that passes understanding. So it's peace under pressure. Faith in the face of tragedy. Some, some people watching right now have gone through tragedy, tragic situations. You know, um, my aunt, she lives in a garage above, uh, you know, next to our house, like a detached apartment above right. a garage in our, in our, on our property. And, uh, she, she's gone through major tragedy in her life. So she's an identical twin. She's my mom's identical twin. And the first thing that, that was tragic at 19 years old, which was 1995, not her, my, her daughter was 19 in 1995 and was killed in a car accident. Then that was a tragedy to her and her husband. Her husband, who she was significantly older than her, maybe 12, 15 years older than her, passed away in 2011. And then her, my mom in 2014 passed away. And so she's lost everything, everybody close to her. And, you know, so you need faith in the face of tragedy and then comfort in bereavement. And I'm going to tell you, she, I can't imagine making it through, but she made it through, through comfort, no doubt from the Holy spirit, right? In love, when you feel alone, healing, when you're wounded strength, when you're overwhelmed. So here's my question. Where can you get everything you need for life from Jesus? So when I say he's everything for life and not just everything for church and everything for faith and everything for, you know, just, just the churchisms we use. I mean, he literally wants to be part of your life. I mean, we can look at that paragraph right there, that those notes right there that I put down. And I, we, know, we each one of us know people, one person, probably multiple that fit into that, those categories. That's about everything right there, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. The love when you feel alone hit me probably the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, because probably some of my closest encounters with God have been um, driving in the car. Um, just that feeling of alone, feeling like, you know, what I'm going through, nobody else is going through. Mm-hmm. Nobody understands the struggle. Nobody has my back. And you just kind of get that little, not even a tap on the shoulder, but you get this like sense, like you're driving. You know, I tell people all the time, the worst times I've ever driven, you know, are in dead silence. Because I have nothing to distract me from, you know, what's in front of me. Right. And, um, you always get that little bit of a nudge somewhere that tells you, you know, hey, I'm with you. Yeah. And it's, and it's in the time. You know what? And, and he's always with you. The Bible says he'll never leave you or forsake you. We take that for granted. We, 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 we don't really ever, I think, really emphasize the word never. He'll never leave us. So he's there no matter if we feel it or not. And when things are going really well, we don't necessarily feel it. We feel good. But we, don't feel, we don't really attribute it sometimes to it's, it's God. But when we need it and we need him, he never not shows up. Somebody said it this way, you know, maybe this will minister to somebody. I, I've preached this, you know, many, many times, like in an altar service. And I think, so this is one of those moments where maybe I could bring a little ministry. You know, there's other religions in this world and there's, other, and there's good people that follow these religions. But we talk about everything you need for life. And there's only one way. Jesus said, I'm the truth, the way, the life. The only way to the Father is through me. That's what he said. That's what the word of God says. Let me just throw this out there and give you a word of encouragement. There are people, you know, there are people right now that, that don't know Jesus. They maybe know forms of religion. They may, they may know 
you know, forms of motivation. They may have forms of answers. And when they're going through these things, when they're going through the challenges of raising kids, you know, when they're facing opposition, pressures mounting all around them, right? Tragedy has presented itself to them, right? They, 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 they're grieving. There's a, there's a period of bereavement in their life. They've lost someone. They're alone. You know, they're wounded. They're sick. When that, you know, they're overwhelmed. There's overwhelmed people right now. All of these situations, they search for these answers in whatever it is that they are holding on to. And here's the thing. They don't find it. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's the crazy thing. This is how powerful God is. You can, you can literally not be able to do anything other than say the name Jesus. I want you to hear this. If you, if you, all you can do is muster up at the moment of your over, you're overwhelmed, you're, 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 you're grieving, you're under pressure. And all you can do is say, Jesus, here's what happens. All the angels in heaven stand at attention. And it's, it's, it's literally like everybody in heaven stands at attention because you mentioned that name that's above every name. And then everybody stops what they're doing. And in Jesus no matter where you are, hears it, he feels it, and he reacts to it. And that's how powerful that is. All, all of heaven stands at attention because you said that name. Everything you need for life. This title is ambitious. This title is pretentious. This title is bold. People like said, people are tuning in right now because they go, okay, everything you need for life? Really? This is where Villa's going? Okay, so really? This is, yeah, everything you need for life, everything you need for life is summed up in the name of Jesus. And I would have never chosen a title if it weren't for Peter's words, right? He said, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and godliness and good and, and good, goodness. Peter's making an extraordinary claim in Jesus Christ, you'll find everything you need for life. That's what Peter's doing. And so I wouldn't have, if it weren't for Peter in, in writing it, inspired to put it into the word of God, then I wouldn't have picked this title because Peter, Peter's the one that said it in the word. Mike, I want to tell, I want to, I want to talk about the second part of this, the story. I want I, we all know the story and we can all comment on this, right? So kind of bringing this in to a story that we're all familiar with. It's an example, by the way, Jesus is everything you need for life. But how many of us, whether you're there right now or you've done it before, how many of us have tried everything else? How many of us have tried to find answers in other things? Okay. Well, the prodigal son is a perfect example of that. Had everything he needed at the father's house. The story is that he had, a, he had everything he needed, but he wanted something that wasn't good for him, but he, this is what I need. This is what I want. And the father gave him his inheritance and he went on. Right. And you know, the story he went and it said that he spent everything. He did it in riotous living. He mean, he went out and he partied. He did everything that he could do, just everything that he could do. Right. Just to get it out, just to, just to chase his, 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 what he felt like is what he needed. And he came to the end of his rope and he was, he, the Bible said that he would have eaten the food of the pigs. He didn't, but it said he would have, he was feeding him. I got a job feeding pigs because he became broke busted, disgusted, and then he would have eaten the pig food, but he came to his senses. That's a great word, and you need to understand this. It's time that we come to our senses and realize that we have everything we need in Jesus. So here's the thing, and I want to get comments on this. So the son, the son said to the father, I've sinned against you, against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. 
So here's a crazy thing. Jesus is everything you need for life, but you've tried everything else. You've tried anything else. My question is, when you come to the end of your rope, when you get to the end of, when you get to the end of you, do you realize that he's still standing there and he's still ready for you and he's still everything you need for life? So let me just say this. He's everything you need for life if you, if you don't go the wrong way. But if you go the wrong way and you've done the wrong things and you've, you've added jacked upness to your life, hear me, you've added major jacked upness to your life. I'm going to tell you that even though you add, take all of that jacked upness, add it on top of regular life and he's still everything you need for life. Isn't that crazy? Oh, he's, yeah. he's all of that. If you go the wrong way, just say you're going the opposite direction of God and you end up going off a cliff and you're hanging on, mm-hmm. hanging on. You finally only have one finger left holding you up. God's been standing there the whole time with his hand out going, Hey man, mm. all you have to do is reach. Yeah. Mm. That's the craziest part about it. I've, I've had parts of my life where I've run the opposite direction from God. I've rebelled against God. I've rebelled against the church. I've rebelled against people even though they're telling me all the right things and all the, you know, the things I should be doing, I've run the opposite direction. And when I finally came to my senses, guy was standing there the whole time. Like, Hey man, you good? Yeah. I'm right here. That's what he does. That's what he is. That's, that's what it, that's how it goes. That's what he does. It, it doesn't give you a re, it doesn't give you an excuse to be like, you know what? God's going to forgive me anyway. Let me just go out and do what I need to do. That's not, that's not the, right. that's not the, that's not the point of it. The point is, the point is if you're there, he gets it. Listen to what the father said. This is the heart of the father, right? This is, this is the Jesus that gives you everything you need for life. Here's the father. Here's what he said. He didn't even hear. He didn't even, he ignored the son. Son's like, I'm not worthy to be your father. I sinned against you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, go, go bring the best robe. Go, he told him to serve. Go get the best robe. Put it on him. And here's what's crazy, man. He didn't even make the guy take a bath. <laughs> he just slapped that robe up on top of the pig dirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that guy's been wallowing around with pigs, probably smelt like, like just high heaven. Mm-hmm. And he said, put the robe on him, go get a ring and put it on his finger, put some sandals on his feet. Don't even give him a pedicure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't even give him a pedicure. Just put the sandals right up on top of those calluses. <laughs> Can I say this? The father has all the comfort you need. He has all the joy you need. It shows Maybe, the, huh? It shows the depiction of God's love. Like, Come even on, if man. You messed up. Even though if you're dirty, all smelly, like God will put a robe Thank around God. you. And then he'll show you like how much he loves you. Thank God. Mm-hmm. My mom used to make me, she used to embarrass me. She made me so much. We had to take our shoes off in our house. Like, and I don't mean just like your shoes off. My mom was crazy. Yeah, like she, floors, va- right? she vacuumed four times oh, a day. I'm not even kidding. That's my mom too. So I remember I had friends over the house and you know, my mom would walk inside and I didn't have the guts to tell one of my friends to take your shoes off. She'd walk in the house and look down at them. Take and she would look off. at me. I mean, she'd say it right in front of me and she'd tell them, get your shoes off. That's my house. mom today. And she like, mops oh every God. day. <laughs> God didn't even make, listen, God didn't even make him clean up. He took, he, 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 he wrapped his arms around him first. Mm -hmm. So the father has all the comfort, all the joy. Maybe you haven't been needing the wrong things. You've just been getting them. Think about that for a second from the wrong place. Mm. Maybe you, maybe you haven't been needing the wrong things. You've just been getting them from the wrong place. So the prodigal son spent all his time searching for his joy in the wrong places. And he grew to regret it. Amen. It was interesting. You, you emphasized his joy and, um, you know, God knows us Mm -hmm. better than any, better than we know ourselves. 
and he knows what would truly make us happy. So if we start, you know, if we start going after our own joy, what we think is what's going to make us happiest, God's just like, no, it's really not going to get you what you want. Right. So we have that. That's where it comes in is, you know, and I looked it up when you when you were talking about the story. And that's where the word agape comes in. Agape stands for unconditional love. And that's what God has for all of us. It's there is no condition to it. Right. You don't you, you don't even have to say you don't even have to say his name. He loves you. Right. You don't you don't have to acknowledge his existence. He loves you. You could say he's the worst thing that's ever happened. Right. He still loves you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, absolutely. His love is unconditional. It just, it just doesn't go away. So let me ask yourself this question. You know, I think this is resonating with us today. I think that we're all going to get something out of this. So why do I crave what I hate? You know, what's a better way to get it? There's a better way, I'd say this, to get this done inside of God's will. And that's the thing. I'm going to tell you this. That's the, that's, the, that's the pull of David. That's me. You know what, man? I mean, like ambitious you know, you, you, you go after things, you want to see growth and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you cross the line, you know, and then all of a sudden, how can I get, how can I get that inside of God's will for everything just destroying your life? You know, let's do this. I want us to realize that your father already has whatever you've been looking for. So think about this for a second. The prodigal son was off searching for something that was at his house the whole time. It was just inside the father's will. Father, oh, God is more than a good God. He's a righteous God. Like he doesn't save just the good people. We're not good. He goes after the sinners. He goes after people that are not perfect. So, amen. I think that's what, yeah. He's all sufficient, man. All sufficient for life. Let's read some of our comments, Mike. See what we got down there. Uh, Let's go back up a little bit. There's a couple of them I saw. He gives a hundred percent of his attention, a hundred percent of the time. Now that's power and love. Big God. Oh yeah. Hashtag big God. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried pretty much everything else and now my friends can even attest to this that he is my answer and solution to literally everything everything. So this is true. So this is true. It's 100% right. He loves us and provides us and provides in the small as well as in the big things. I've found even lo- even when my keys are lost. Hey man, that's a big thing. That's a big thing when your keys are lost. That's man. a big thing right when your keys are lost. <laughs> hey, I prayed my daughter lost her uh my daughter lost her wallet. Um or uh, misplaced her wallet um, with cards and things. And she had some of our, you know, a couple of our cards in there and, um, and she couldn't find it. And then we were going to have to can, you know, cancel everything and no one used anything, but we prayed, I prayed and, and, and uh, my wife prayed and she prayed and, and, you know, sometimes we don't, we just looked everywhere and we complained and griped them. Oh, Ashley, you got to pay attention to blah, blah, blah. But then we prayed and, you know, and then here's what crazy. Not only did she find it, she, the way she found it, she went back up to her church in this in a strip strip mall where the main church is at night in the evening to go see if by some chance because she knows she had it at a store next to there mm-hmm. like a some store and then she went to look and see her matthias went to look and see if maybe if it was on the ground you know chances are somebody's gonna pick it up it's only been a few hours and she sees this lady standing outside and she goes up and she says i was in there she said uh, is there any way um you you know and the lady goes what you're looking no she said oh they're closed and she goes what you're looking for and she said, uh, well, my friend works in there. I was in there, and I lost a wallet, and I was going to see if it's there. And the lady goes, okay, well, I'll let, I'll let someone know. She said, tomorrow, I'll let someone know. She said, I actually work there. I'll let someone know and so-and-so and see if it's in our lost and found. She goes, what's your name? She gave her name. She goes, I found your wallet. She said, I just wanted to make sure that it was your right name. She had her wallet and gave it to her from the inside and 
think about that for a second. Like, I mean, that's like, you know, that's, that's God answering prayer. I mean, bottom line, that's a, that's, that's, those things are, those things are big things, Eddie. I, I mean, let me, let me tell you, man, because it's, 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 that's a, that's a big thing. I've had mornings where, um, you know, I've been, this was years ago cause I mobile order everything now, but I'd go to Starbucks and I'd be in the drive through and mm-hmm. I, you know, it was one of those times where, you know, I was a little strapped, you know, for money, but I needed coffee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get up to the window and, you know, the little, you know, God's always there in the little things. And she's some, you know, those are like, oh, yeah, the person in front of you paid for your order. That's some faith, too, Mike. Mike ain't got no money. He's Mike ain't got no money. He's already ordered. He's like, I'll take a triple venti six shot latte. And he get, gets up and like, God, you're going to have to provide before is I get, is the before I get from like, the machine to the window. God, in the name of Jesus. It's the little things like that that make all the difference in the world to, to people. Mike's faith is like, he's like pulling his app out. He's not even looking at it. There's no money in here. He's like, like dink. Like, all right, sir. Have a good day. I get paid tomorrow. I got, about just God. Enough, I got just enough for this coffee. I'm good. I can make it. And That's all of a sudden it. it's like, nah, I got you. That's it. Come on. This is, it's the little things like it. that. You know, I've, that's kind of my philosophy and I know we're, I don't want to go off topic too much, but that's my philosophy on doing just being kind when I see people in public and in any different places from holding a door to saying thank you to people to <laughs> just, you know, <clears throat> yeah, all that stuff. Like you never know what that little tiny gesture may do for somebody's day and may actually be something that they needed in their life. Well, that's not off topic because the truth is, so look, big things, small things. We're talk, we talked about some big things earlier, but we'll just talk about regular life things. I mean, losing your keys, losing your wallet, you know, a situation where you're, you're struggling financially. I mean, these are things that are not small. These are things that are big when they're going on. But can I tell you, it's not off topic because Jesus is also is sufficient for all of life, but he uses people. Absolutely. So, so the thing is, is that Mike's saying it from the point of perspective of, Hey, that's why I'm always available. But the reality is he's, he all, he usually speaks through and uses people in these, in these situations. Very seldom, very seldom does God, I mean, does God audibly speak or very seldom, you know, yeah, he fed Elijah with, through ravens. Yeah. He spoke through a donkey uh, in the Bible. Yes. You know, he, uh, you know, he, he, a manna, you know, miraculously appeared on the ground, but normally he used people and he usually does. And so, you know, I mean, the, the reality, the reality is that's, that's how God works. So it's, it's, it's specific. It's, it's precisely on topic. He's all sufficient for all of life. And you never know. I mean, you could just be, look, it doesn't cost me. It's nothing for me to buy someone's coffee. I do it when I feel it. I don't do it all the time, but I do it when I feel it. And when, and I feel like when I God lays it in my heart to do something like that, Hey, I want to buy the person behind me. And they're like, Oh, you know, it's like $25. I don't, I don't care. I didn't ask that. I just want to buy it. Whatever it is, $5, 20, it doesn't matter. I just want to buy it. But when you do that, you never know what it is. It might not even be about finances. It could be, there could be someone behind me in a Maserati that's, that's got all the money in the world. You know, and then, but it could be that somebody was kind and Jesus didn't want to show him finances. He wanted to show him kindness. Yeah. It doesn't, you never know what's going on. You never know. There was a situation um, <clears throat> a few years back at the church I was at. Um, that week I had, I had something weird happen. Like I'd run over something. So I had to have my tire replaced. And I, at that time I really was like, I, this is not really an expense I should, I can't really afford, but I have no choice. This is my only method of transportation. So I paid for it and got the new tire. And that Sunday, um, I was walking into the second service as I was walking up and a woman I recognized, I didn't know her. I literally didn't know her name, Mm -hmm. but I've recognized her. I've seen her, you know, I've, you know, exchanged pleasantries with her numerous times. She stopped me as I was walking up with a minute left and she handed me a card. Mm -hmm. I didn't open it. I said, thank you so much. And I kept walking because I had like 45 seconds to be on stage. 
Um, so I get to, we finish playing, I walk off stage and I go out to my car cause I don't know what this card says or anything like that. And I don't really want to open it. Mm-hmm. And inside the card was $200, right? which more than covered what I had paid for the car repair. But inside of it, she says, I see the work you do every single week. It doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you for everything you do. Strong. That was, that was a moment for me that I'll never forget. I did not know this woman. She may have known my name. I did not know her name. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I just, I did not know her name. Mm-hmm. And it meant the world to me in that moment. Amen. Well, let's wrap this thing up with this. So the chat, so this. I didn't even the, what time it was. No, no, I'm saying let's, let's, no, we're good. We're just going to wrap it up. So Jesus is all sufficient. All right. That's what we're talking about. We're going to try to, to land this plane here. So this very statement challenges the way people think about Christianity. Absolutely. So we often, like, I mean, I know I've done this before and I mentioned this, but this is a big deal. We view our lives as a series of compartments, like my work, right? That's one area. My family, that's another. My pleasure, that's what I do just for me, for my own joy. My, then there's my faith, which is, what the heck is that noise? Is that, is that supposed to be going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was making sure. No, All right. So what is, so coffee for a second. I'm like. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can. So there's my faith, which is a very important part of my life. And there's my hopes and dreams, right? We compartmentalize them. But here, but here's the deal. Most folks in church, in the church world, would agree that Jesus Christ has everything we need for faith. Listen, he's enough to fill that compartment. But some people that I know in church don't even think about it, right? And they certainly don't know that he has everything we need for life. Everything we need for life. He doesn't want to separate those areas in our life. Don't discount because you're not standing behind a pulpit. If we ever learn that at any other time in our world, 2020 proved that because there were so many churches that had to shut down physically. So many churches that haven't even reopened. And you know what? Jesus Christ has instructed us to become the church like we have always were supposed to. Now we need to gather. We need to have a place. But the reality is we are the church. If it weren't for this, what God's doing here in this business, I can tell you right now, think about the spiritual nutrition that goes on just by iron sharpening iron, guys, with us here that work here. This is a community. And so I just want to encourage you that to trust Jesus to be everything you need all the way through your life from, from, from morning till night, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Amen? No matter where you are, no matter what season of life you're in. I don't care if you're in middle school I don't care if you're in, in, you know, if you're, if you're retired, I don't care if you're in between Christ is everything you need. And, and the struggles are real. The moods are real, but Jesus is also real and he's everything we need. Amen. Good stuff today. Good stuff. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Boom. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a half minute behind. I'm getting my link right now for the song of the day. That's all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read Eddie's comment. Yeah, just read Eddie's comment there, man. What do you say about those keys? He, look at Eddie, Eddie's testimony about the keys. Jeez, hey, by the way, him. thanks a lot, Eddie. For uh, really, really thanks a lot for all those zero bars. I've had to give those suckers away, and I have eaten my share, brother. And you are responsible for some calories this week. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eddie said, I lost my keys in the backyard of eight inches of snow. I prayed and walked out and put my hands in the snow and pulled my keys up the first try. And so he goes, Hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. I forgot we started man. it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we done, we done, yeah, we done. Man. Song of the day felt appropriate. Uh, 
just based on you know saying Jesus's name is what a beautiful name from Hillsong. Yes, oh, I love that song, dude. It's a good one. That song was one of the most powerful songs I've seen. I've seen Hillsong, uh, Young and Free, and United, mm-hmm. and both of them did that song live. But when Young and Free did that song live, it was like a small, relatively small, a few hundred people in like a courtyard yeah. in St. Pete. Dude, that was straight up powerful. Oh yeah, like the I mean, just the presence of God. What a beautiful name. They oh, just yeah. tore that song up one side down the other. Cool. Amen, amen, amen. And Can on that note, with two exclamation wait. points. All right, go. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.